Hello, everybody. It's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. Welcome to 2021. This year, the theme on our platform is positive action. The information I provide is designed to equip and empower parents and caregivers to take at least one conscious, focused, positive action today toward helping your child shift from nonverbal communication into unprompted spoken language. There's no time like now to make the necessary changes you need to see the success that you want for the late talker in your life. So let's get started. Hello, everybody. It's Marcy from wavesofcommunication.com. And today I am talking about Einstein syndrome. And Einstein syndrome is the same as late talking kids who love puzzles. And on this video, I'm gonna talk about why kids who love puzzles are often late talking, and I'm gonna talk about how to work with your child's analytical superpowers to teach them how to use the words that are going on all in that brain. Let's get into what we're going to be talking about today, which is Einstein syndrome. And the first thing I want to do is talk about what it is. And I got this information. You can Google it. You can see it. I got this one off um, Healthline.com. And the author of the article did a really good job explaining it like this. Einstein syndrome is a condition where a child experiences late onset of language, late talking, but demonstrates giftedness in other areas of analytical thinking. And a child with Einstein syndrome eventually speaks with no issues, but, and I would like to replace this with and, remains ahead of the curve in other areas. So kids in your life, who are Einstein syndrome kind of kids. And this is not a formal diagnosis. Actually, let me tell you a little bit about where Einstein, the term Einstein syndrome came from. This, um, this gentleman, Thomas Sowell, who was an economist, and, and um, he was the first one who wrote a book called Late Talking Children. And later, Dr. Stephen Camerata, who was at Vanderbilt University, he followed up on that idea. And Dr. Camerata was a PhD level speech language pathologist and professor and he did a lot of research about what late talking is and he also was very active in trying to get the American Speech and Hearing Association to understand that late talking is a term uh, with a lot of pushback I might add and the truth about both Thomas Selwell and in his book and Dr. Camerata and in his book they both agree that there is a significant percentage of children who are late talkers but later thrive, proving themselves to be productive and highly analytical thinkers, okay? Now, they may, this, this paragraph doesn't say that they are high-level communicators, like they're orators, but some of them turn into language facilitator, uh, language professors, I guess I should say. Some of these kids develop to be 
super, super highly impactful in the world because they have brilliant, brilliant ideas. And the problem with their childhood is, well, let's talk about that, okay? So what we're gonna answer, I'm gonna answer two questions on this video today. And the first question is, why are natural problem solvers, kids who love to solve problems, why are they so often late talking? And how can parents, the other question we're gonna answer on this video is how can parents use a child's analytical thinking superpowers to help them learn and use spoken language more easily? So that's what this is all about, is understanding if you do have a child who loves puzzles and the way these kids are looking, I've got kids in my program who I'm working with their families and they demonstrate this. So one is a nine-year-old, they live out in Saudi Arabia, over in Saudi Arabia, and this little guy is a very late talker and he uses speech very um, sparingly, shall I say. He has some talking and he knows how to get his needs met, but he's much better at doing it with his body than he is a spoken language. And his mom's been facilitating language and he, she's getting a lot more initiation of speech. But the reason that I categorize this kid in the Einstein syndrome category is because he doesn't like to play with toys like other kids. He likes to do math. He likes to do homework. That's all he wants to do is math, math, math. And this kiddo can do long division and beginning algebra at nine years old in his head. Figure it out and tell the answer. Like he's doing the problem in his head and then writing it down. And his, he's been tested and tested over and over and over in all the schools. And here's this quiet, late talking kid who's doing amazing math. That's what I'm talking about. Now on a younger scale, okay, if your child's older, they might be interested in doing actual math. But if they're younger, these are the kids that are using a lot of analytics in the way that they go through life. They line things up, they build things, they do the same things kind of over and over and over. They can get pretty obsessive about things that they're, because they're investigating and looking and figuring it out. And I'll show you a little bit more characteristics about them to tell you a little bit more about why they're late talking, okay? so. Here is the answer again to that first question. So like, like I said, if your child fits in this category, these things are gonna resonate to you. Number one, I've talked about this over and over and over on the platform, all, all, all children start making up their own language to communicate their wants and needs literally from the time they're born. And I've been discussing in my community, it's even happening before then, that parents are, um, kids are communicating with their parents even before they're born through that parent intuition thing that they have going on. And they start to understanding and using the information that they're exposed to right there from birth, okay? Using whatever senses they have available to understand that and then some kids okay so these Einstein kids are what I'm talking about here they're naturally so good at recognizing patterns okay that they easily learn to apply new knowledge so they start to look at oh that's very similar to the last thing that my mom did and and as they watch and learn they start to learn and apply their knowledge. It's not just memorizing, okay? This is not rote memorizing. This is application kind of use, right? So that's what we're talking about here. And they, they what they will do is they will apply that knowledge and then they will know 
what kind of functional outcomes they'll get when they do those actions again and that that's how they create their own language and so what they do is they learn how to anticipate what you're going to do when they cry because they cry and cry and cry over and over again and they're testing and teaching you they're learning what to, what you do when they take an action and they learn okay when i do this action or make this sound or cry or say this word or do whatever I'm going to get that person, they're literally manipulating you to do what they say by communicating it with their language, that behavior, and they use that language to train parents to understand their wants and needs as they evolve because when they're little all they do is poo in their diaper and you know they need a change, but later on they find another way to tell you that they need to poo, right? It evolves, but they find other ways to train you and then what they also do is they manipulate you into talking for them because what they do is they learn to understand your action patterns so if they do a certain thing and you step in and talk for them or talk to other people about what they're doing if you do that over and over and over again your child's like great they're doing it for me I'm just gonna keep triggering them to keep doing it for me okay so that's what happens is they get themselves stuck in nonverbal communication patterns because they just keep evolving the nonverbal communication patterns because they worked. They started training you to understand nonverbal language before they were even listening to speech. So they started out from the beginning to be very conceptual communicators. They understand why they are doing the things they are doing, not just doing it because, you know, whatever, they're for their own good. They're, they're communicating for a real reason to get a real outcome that they've planned ahead for. They're expecting that outcome from you. That's how you know it's language. And see what happens is kids get stuck and stuck and stuck in these patterns because they train you to respond to them. You keep responding to them and then the language models that they need never get in because here's also what happens in the next slide. Why are so many analytical kids late talkers? Number one, these kids learn to listen. They're only going to listen to you when they either really like the content right and they're gonna prompt you they're only gonna listen when they like it and then they're gonna prompt you to talk to them about their ideas okay if you're not talking to them about their ideas then they are going to ignore you so what they will do is they will quickly lose interest if the speaker can't keep up with their analytical thinking patterns okay because remember they're taking and using what you tell them right away immediately they're using it they're not just putting it in their memory bank to teach you later right if you try to test their knowledge they're not gonna like it and they're gonna turn off their attention to you and go into their own world okay and that's why most people around them most of these lay talkers they assume Assume that the child can't learn and apply knowledge because they aren't talking so they just keep saying the same stuff over and over and over after these super smart kids have already learned the vocabulary and the concept that goes with it and if the person who's talking to them is going to continue to tell them the same stuff over and over and over again then they're going to start to ignore it because literally the child has moved on. You start saying something to someone that they've already heard, no, heard it before. Remember, I've heard it before. I've heard it before. Think about that when people talk to you. If you feel like you've heard it before, what do you do? You shut them 
them off. You don't listen to them. You're too busy thinking about how they're talking to you and telling you the same thing over and over again to even listen to the words that they're saying. If they were different, you've already decided not to listen. So in this case, like I said, the child moves past it into their own processing. Yep, I know it. You don't even have to finish saying it and they already know what you're going to mean because they predicted you. They understand you. They solve you like a puzzle, just like they love to solve all the other puzzles they solve in their life. Okay? And what do they do? They ignore you because you they've solved your puzzle. They know what you mean. They know what you're trying to do, blah, 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 blah. And again, if they don't like it, they're not going to be there wanting to learn from it. If it's not benefiting them and teaching them any, anything new, they're not going to be. They're going to spend their time in their own head exploring what they like and doing what they are interested in. And if that doesn't happen, then they're going to dig in and explore and find new things to keep their interest. They're not going to rely on you to teach them because you are teaching the same old boring stuff over and over and over again and they've already learned it. But they can't tell you because you're not teaching them and working with them with an analytical mindset. You're teaching test reward, right? Kids who are super late talkers, super late talkers, past three, past four, okay, for this reason, nothing is wrong with these children, except for the fact that nobody's giving them the language models they need because nobody believes that they know all the brilliant things that they know. Nobody gives them credit for it. Think about what happened to Einstein. He didn't talk at all. And then when he started talking and saying things that nobody ever heard of and they shut him down even after he could start talking. These kids know energetically that they are at a higher level than the people around them. That's why so many people who look autistic or PDD or Asperger's or whatever, these Einstein syndrome kids were late talking and they don't have patience for social exchange because it doesn't serve their purposes. They learned language as a tool to communicate their needs, wants, and ideas and learn the information that's important to them. It's very egocentric. It's very, very egocentric. But you can get into this, solve problem things, and have little tolerance for people who try to slow you down. So, you know, I like to posit that these Einstein syndrome kids, you know, while we've got some kids who are late talking because their auditory processing is slow, there are some kids who are late talking because their processing system is so fast that they don't even need spoken language to understand concepts. They see it, they learn it, or they heard it one time that goes into their, not just their short-term memory, but their long-term working memory where they use it and practice it. And all that time that these Einstein syndrome kids spend on their own, that is processing. All of that information that they're seeking and learning. Because what do kids need to solve problems? Information and data. And how do you get it? Trial and error, in most cases, that's how problems are solved. Like, that's why when you buy, you know, puzzle boxes and things, how do you solve those problems? The process to go through it is a lot of trial and error. And you go and you work and you work and work until it doesn't work anymore. And then you backtrack and you keep solving, solving, solving. And then you backtrack and then you don't have to backtrack so far. You solve problems instrumentally, incrementally. on With knowledge built on knowledge built on knowledge built on knowledge. Right? Which is different than how most late talkers are taught to talk in therapy. It's just... How much knowledge can we teach, test, and reward 
so that we can write down on data that we're getting this, right? And so that's why it's really important that you understand if your child has Einstein syndrome, that there's a big factor in their late talking with regards to the language models that you're providing to a child. Because even the language models that other kids work just fine to teach them to talk are too limiting actually for your late talking Einstein syndrome kiddo okay so let's talk now a little bit about the next question which is how can parents use a child's analytical thinking superpowers which these kids have right like Einstein um, how do we get them to use those things and help them to learn to talk better right how do we do that and so what we're going to do is, number one, let me tell you here, what can they do? You can talk in detail about what your child is focused on, right? Because when your child is focused on their own analytical process and they're solving their problems, if you join them in their effort to understand the problem, the step-by-step -step process that they're going through to solve it, all of that, then they're going to be interested in learning that language from you because it will be useful for them because you are talking about what they are focused on. And remember, these Einstein kids, they're focused on things five steps ahead of you. So look ahead. Your child probably knows a lot more than you think. And you need to be focused on what they're focused on at the same level that they are. So you want to provide the language models. How you're going to do that is when you know what they're focused on, you provide the language models your child is looking for, the level above where they are, how to increase their knowledge, not the stuff they already know. New, new information is what gets these kids interested. They want to solve problems. They want to learn something new. They love learning right and so give them new information the same old stuff using topic specific vocabulary and full complete sentences with grammatical structures that match talk to them like they're going to harvard okay because they probably are some kind of college or some kind of big thing because they are big thinkers so talk to them like a big thinker from the very beginning. Now, second one, help your child expand their interests by providing details they have not learned yet. Okay, That's what we talked about. New information is very, very important. And the details. So instead of you're riding the bike, wow, good job riding the bike, you want to talk about how you've got to use your leg muscles to push the pedals, how your balancing is better, how you're faster, how you have to avoid obstacles, how you can ride on different terrains okay it has to evolve from good job riding the bike or even just good job good job what good job analyzing that problem good job solving that puzzle so fast good job helping me remember that I forgot my umbrella right because your kids are gonna help you solve all the problems in your life because they know the solutions they love solutions they love learning solutions and so these Einstein kids, this is the thing about Einstein, his brain was full of solutions to problems that other people weren't even thinking about. He was thinking about these problems and he came up with these solutions and guess what? His solutions help all of us in the world. And that's the same thing that's true for your lay talking kid, right? Okay, let's go back to strategies. Help them expand their vocabulary. And then again, here's the thing. This is the trick that's gonna help you every single day. Talk about the process of everything that you do. 
every single step of everything you do. Simple description is not enough. You have to talk about why you are doing it. I am re I'm putting this in the cabinet so that it stays clean for the next time. I, we're putting the toys in the toy box so we know where they are tomorrow when it's time to play. We're brushing our teeth to get the broccoli out of them. Why are you doing the things you're doing? These kids want to know, right? And then the other thing is that you have to do because these kids don't develop connection time. They don't learn intuitively so much. They learn from hardcore facts. They want to process, know the knowledge, process it with what they are, and make up new facts that are the truths about the world. These kids want to prove the truths about the world. Think about what Einstein did in his life. These kids have similar missions. And their ideas, we don't even know what they are. So we have to encourage them by sharing knowledge about how to use language during the, other, the problems that you know how to help them solve right how to if they want to go out and they can't go out and why you can't go out right now that's a problem that you need to understand the solution because some problems are solved by waiting i can't force through oh okay if i really want to go out i have to wait till after dinner that's how i solve that problem and i don't have to be upset and suffer anymore i just put on my patience and put my energy in something else that's how einstein syndrome level kids their understanding of language is way higher. They need to understand the reasons. And when you tell them the reasons and the processes you use to solve every single problem, then they will do it. And they will start to talk about it. And they might not be jatterboxes about it, but they're going to understand and use the language when they need it. Because just like Einstein did, maybe he wasn't a chatterbox with everybody, but when he had something to say... Once he learned to talk, he came out in full sentences and in complete explanations about big, big theories. Because it was all just waiting for the right opportunity for the right audience. Somebody who was going to give him a chance, right, to ask about it and talk about it. So that's what's really great about all of this language facilitation work that you're doing with these late talkers is that you can implement this strategy during your whole life because every single little problem from I don't know where my shoes are to I want to go outside and it's not time to go out these are the the way your child analyzes them the way your child solves those problems is through analysis and so talk about the whys and becauses of all the things that you are doing with your child that's what's going to help you here's the last slide to remind you the big number one thing encourage your child's love of problem solving just encourage it through everything now whatever they do they're problem solving if they're playing music if they're doing art if they're cooking if they're doing puzzles if they're doing math their brains think differently their brains think with this math language right and so you want to talk about the ways you explore and learn new information every single day all through your life all through every day present new information problem solve things together and then these kids will start talking to you because again they've got amazing ideas that they're here to share with all of us but without the right spoken language models and without the right interest and in even learning to use spoken language in the first place these kids are gonna stay quiet and in their head 
thinking in their head. And if you want more ideas on how to get into your own kid's head, look at the video I just produced on Monday on my YouTube channel about how to work with kids that are in their own world. Because these kids are in their own world, these Einstein syndrome kids. They spend a lot of time there. And this is the reason why. One of the reasons that kids spend time in their own world is because they're so smart. And more and more and more on my platform, I'm getting parents from all over the world. Five-year-olds. The first one was a five-year-old who was late talking, started talking in sentences within a week of language facilitation, and is now like making animation on videos and doing the script for the animation. That was a five-year-old. Then there's the nine-year-old I told you about in Saudi Arabia who's doing long division in their head. These kids have memorized entire songs, plays, dances with very specific movements. They play instruments. They sing songs, you know what I mean? They're memorizing and applying and doing this stuff. And if they're learning those creative things, which is what kids tend to mig migrate to for, unless your kid is like obsessed about the information and facts, like maybe they wanna memorize all the flags or they have perfect pitch and they wanna start you know, working with notes and reading music and playing instruments, things like that. You wanna encourage wherever your child's attention is going and then just problem solve every bit that they do while that skill evolves because a lot of wonderful musicians are also amazing mathematicians. Music is its own language. It has a rhythm, it has a prosody, it has an order, it has rules, right? Spoken language has it. Math language also has its own rules. And these rules are what, how people who are math people, who are problem-solving math people, and I never have been one until very recently I started to understand because of these late talkers and the intuitive connection I have with them. I'm kind of experiencing what it's like for kids to think in math and why it's blocking their spoken language, okay? And the parents that I'm working with are overcoming this Einstein syndrome because you're calling it a syndrome because it's blocking something right? Otherwise, you'd have an Einstein effect or an Einstein benefit, right? And that's what you need to really start looking at this. This is an Einstein benefit, not an Einstein illness. This is what you want to foster and encourage in your child. But your child is going to need extra spoken language support because these problem-solving kids spend so much time in their brain that they quickly turn off language models if they don't completely align with what they're thinking because they got no time for it. They're thinking fast, they're ahead of you, right? And so if you suspect this about your child, please comment in the video on this video because I am always interested to know what's your child's superpower? What kind of stuff do they solve? Some parents love the interjectable puzzles. They start them with their babies, like even on their phone, the, those matching puzzles. Does your child like to, um, you know, is it is it reading related? Is it your child memorizing words? Are they reading early? Hyperlexic kids also will do this because they look at the patterns of the written language and they learn how words are used. They learn how letters go together that they're used to make words. They learn how words are put together to make phrases. They learn how phrases are put together to make language. And they learn it mostly by reading because they can get as many reading language models as they want. They can read whatever they see in their environment. Most kids who are hyperlexic are Einstein syndrome kids who are stuck in nonverbal communication in the printed 
word form versus those kids who are listening to learn spoken language all the information is getting in they're just using their visual their eyes their reading comprehension to do it and then they may not even be very good at writing right because just like they are reading and comprehending everything they are listening and comprehending what they want to listen to right so that's why when you explain things to them the why's and because is they understand you even though they're not even close to using the language that you are they're not even close to it they can't imitate it they didn't pay attention and they don't learn that way they only learn things that make sense that they use and that's why you will see late talkers who have this situation going on this affect this positive thing that's going on in your life if you've got a kiddo like this use it right talk about how smart your child is tell them all the time how you know they are thinking about exciting things and you want to know what those things are and your kiddo will start to use their behavior to show you if they care all your child wants whether they are for whatever reason they're late talking all they want is to know that you understand them that you can say out loud what they're thinking so that they can learn the words to tell you again next time without you having to guess, okay? Because the faster you understand what they want and need, the faster you'll give them what they want and need. And so they want you to understand. And if they're feeling in a certain way, they want you to understand how they feel because you're going to, if they're feeling bad, you're gonna be the one, once you understand how they feel, they trust that you will try to make them feel better. Once you understand what they're lacking, they trust that you will give them what they need because you are their source for everything. You're the mama, you're the caregiver, okay? And that's how these kids will use you. They will manipulate you because they know you. They read you with their eyes. They read your behavior. They know your patterns. They know this stuff about you. These kids are geniuses, right? <laughs> <laughs> They're geniuses. And, and, and you can't test it at this stage, but you know it's going on because you know as a mama it's going on with your kid. Okay? One more time. Let me show you this graphic because it's really good. Encourage your child's love of problem solving. Talk about the ways you explore and learn new information, the way you do it, the way you do things together all day, the way you want your child to develop. And that is how. You work with your child who is a super smart, genius level problem solving kid who's also late talking. It's how you help them share their wisdom with the world with language facilitation. Hopefully these strategies were helpful to you. If so, like I said, give me a like, subscribe to my channel. These videos are made for you to equip and empower you. And if you want to learn more about becoming a language facilitator, I wrote a book on Amazon. It's called, If It Isn't Fun, It Isn't Fun. Teach Your Child to Talk Faster Than Speech Therapy. I have an independent study program. I have parent coaching programs. I work with parents, 370 videos on YouTube, a podcast, a book. There's no excuse. Every parent can become a language facilitator today with the strategies that I publish for free online. And you can learn more at wavesofcommunication.com. Thank you so much for giving me your attention today. I'm feeling like Einstein smart myself learning all of this about these late talking kids and I can't wait to share my next information on my next video. So be on the lookout. Subscribe today. I'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thanks everybody for tuning in today. I hope this content has inspired you to create your own positive language facilitation action plan for this week. 
If you enjoyed this broadcast, you're in luck. There are tons of resources across our Waves of Communication platform, all designed to help you teach your child to talk. There are more than 350 free videos on our YouTube channel, a daily blog on Facebook with opportunities for live Q&A, my book, If It Isn't Fun, It Isn't Fun, available on Amazon, and my coaching programs, including a free 90-minute introductory class. Learn about everything we do for language facilitators on our website, wavesofcommunication.com. If you benefited today, please consider subscribing to the channel and sharing the resource with others. This little exchange is free for you and really helps us grow the platform to reach more parents and caregivers around the world. I'll be back next week with more information and strategies to help you continue on your language facilitation journey. This is Marcy Melzer, intuitive speech and language pathologist, saying bye for now.